BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome, travelers. Seems like you're looking for a story. Well, I got one for you. Involves adventure, friendship, and all hey, sorts hey, of... Uh, Earl, why don't you tell him about that time I stole that big-ass melon? Yeah, yeah, I, I was going for more... Or you could tell him about the time I kicked your ass, Earl. I wouldn't ever tell him Do I need to get time. my ref gear on? Okay, everyone, shut up. Now come with me as I tell you a story from afar. Hey everybody, my name's David. I'm the DM for From Afar Podcast. A From Afar Podcast is all about four friends separated by distance, brought together by adventure. Hope you all stop by and give us a listen. Thanks. Welcome everybody back to uh, Stranger Damies. Uh, this is episode um, 108. Um, I believe that's correct. Um, I, you can edit it if it's not. Yeah, yeah I can't keep, keep track of days anymore with this quarantine. But um, so uh, we just finished our last episode here um, where for the um, first time ever at the end of a session, we had two characters that were dead dead. Um, will dead, dead. W- will one of them stay dead dead? Um, we'll find out. <laughs> um, but you guys um, uh, were confronted uh, by Hudigen, who sort of walked around the Taldori Council uh, chambers after stopping time uh, with the stopwatch, um, and uh, basically did the Bond villain thing of just walking around, sort of taunting you and telling you his plan a little bit. And um, while in the middle of his speech, um, he decided to go ahead and kill Teddy um, and just stabbed him right through the heart. And it looked like the blade that he pulled out uh, stole, took his essence, and then he dropped to goop and um, disappeared away just like um, Scissor did when you guys defeated him. Uh, So you can assume what may have happened. Um, And then after battling um, for a little bit... uh, Hudijin decided to just get out of Dodge, grab that, uh, grab the Tribeca, and um, uh, teleported out of the room, out of your sight. Um, and then at the very end, um, the same words at the beginning of the episode that um, killed O'Craig was pointed and directed at Zakara, and an old friend of uh, Pizza Tacos pointed out and said, Morning Star. And then Zakara dropped dead um, on the floor. 
Um, so we hey. cut back into there. Um, and uh, you, Pizza Tacos, have uh, Brom, the Minister of Law, um, with a knife to his throat and his pants on the ground. Um, <laughs> and you see this familiar face missing an eye um, come and turn and look at you under a hood um, as you just seen him pretty much kill your friend across the room. And I say, Kieran? Ah, ah, good boy, Pizza Tacos. You still remember. Yeah. It's been a while. Why? What the fuck did you just do? Yeah. Oh, besides, I... besides the fact that I thought you were dead. Oh. I'm so glad that you uh, came back and tried to look for me there. Good friend. Yeah, you were dead. What am I look? Yeah. What am I doing looking for somebody that's dead? Yeah, apparently, I am not dead. Yeah, you could have told me that. Yeah, I uh. Several years ago. Yeah, so I uh, I gained some powers, as you can tell, and you sort of see, you know, his arms are are crackling with, with like uh, bluish green energy, um, as he looks up at you. Um, you, you again, you notice the symbol on his back, um. Uh, that is a, uh, a circle, um, all in red, um, with a, like, upside-down triangle and a bunch of different, um, I'll put it up on the, uh, uh, the Stranger Damies Twitter feed for anybody listening, uh, to kind of see it. Um, but you notice that symbol, and he's like, ah, I got myself some new friends. And then he just looks over at the car and goes, well, you better go help that one out. And poof, and he disappears. I have one request. Yes. It's it's that the people that tell me they're dead stay dead. And the people that tell me they're one form of, or another just are that form. Like, why is everybody something else? People. Brom goes, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I, why are my pants on the floor? And so you wouldn't run away. <laughs> Okay, I guess that works. Um, Who did you? And he says, he's like, that, that, he's like, that letter looks completely fine. It's signed by um, the the head of the Platinum Sanctuary, Lady Kima, um, mm-hmm. under Platinum Sanctuary law because they deal with Tiamat. We had to put those, and he looks over, and he sees um, just Fred uh, standing over there and goes, uh, those three? Where, where'd the other two go? And he goes, get... You know, points to Fred, and then um, all the guards in the room sort of walk over towards Fred. Um, and all, says, wait, wait, wait. All the guards should technically be still frozen? Because spell magic is only one creature that I touch. Yeah. And then, yeah, let me finish my sentence. And he goes, uh, mm-hmm. or I should say, you're correct. Thanks for the correction. Um, <laughs> so he goes, and he notices that no one else in the room is moving at his command. There and he goes. The hell is going on? Yeah. So as I was saying, sorry, I'm gonna lower the the dagger just a little bit. Okay. Still don't trust you. I. Uh, Hootigen was here. Was he yes. supposed to be here? Yes. He had uh, said that he had brought evidence um, that would match up with the decree that we had been given uh, that you have in your hands. Um, okay. That proved that those three over there, um, two of them creatures from hell. Um, and okay. another one, their leader in disguise, um, sure. were 
sent here to raise Tiamat and destroy our world. Okay. So, when pressed for the evidence in your man of law, I assume. Yes. He could not produce said evidence. Is he, that standard? He said that when you guys would get here, he'd be able to uh, show us the evidence. So that's why he didn't have any. It. Just so you know, uh, I'm gonna go over to Zakara and pick her head up. You, you guys, uh, I think she's dead. Should we do something? Do we not like her? What, uh, what are we doing? In here? a minute, Bort. She's not going anywhere. So, I as I was saying, oh, I think there's only a certain amount of time. Bort, we've done this before. <laughs> It'll be fine. What is Astrod doing right now, Mark? Yeah, he's sort of he's uh, down on the floor cradling your body. Okay. Anyway, as I was saying, human law guy. Uh, what was his name? Uh, What's your name, by the way? Brom Bullpants? What? Yeah, yeah. Gold Hand. Brom. Brahma Bull. Brom. Yeah. Uh, he didn't produce that evidence. Seems like uh, oversight. Um, and then froze time for you, these guys that are still frozen, and Freddy over there. Freddy, wave. <laughs> yep, that's Freddy. Yeah, Fred. I'm waving. Uh, <laughs> so then, the turtle... Bum-rushed Hootagen, despite everybody thinking that was a bad idea. And we got into a little bit of a skirmish. Then he amscrayed with Ariel, uh, who is also my girlfriend. Um, so I'm not happy about that, because I just got her back. <laughs> I gotta do this all over again. Really not digging that. So, do you know where he hangs out? Where he would take somebody that he took? And... If you want to pick up your pants, you can pick up your pants. I'm not going to, you know, knife you. Yeah, Where so, am I? He also killed someone. There's that. He goes, uh, so he's like, well, um, if you can figure out a way to show me that that, and he points to the thing from the Platinum Sanctuary, um, is not real, or you go to them and get them to rescind it, um, I have to. The silver-tongued devil lied to you. It's very obvious what happened here. And he's shaking Why his head. He's like, that can't, that can't happen. Um, does anybody want to. It did. He done did it. And then somebody. Uh, does anybody want to actually uh, take a look at the letter? Um, roll an investigation check on it. Like. Yeah. It's in my hand, yeah, right? Tacos, yeah. I just want to know why the all powerful council invited a devil to be here. Goes, I feel it's like a that's it's a twenty-five, by the way. 25. I feel like that's. Um, you notice uh, that around where the, uh, you know, where all the names are and um, the signature at the bottom, that there's some magic on the on the paper there, that is seen because you do have a jack of all trades with Arcana. You mm -hmm. can read it, but you don't. Um, can I dispel it? Yeah, yeah. So head so you do dispel magic, and he has a shocked look in his face as he sees um, basically all the text disappear on it except for a few standard words that would be in a standard letter like I hereby you know stuff like that is all that's mm -hmm. left um, on the letter and he goes Jesus Christ so you didn't like was ask for the evidence <laughs> it was the first thing I did and I'm a fake lawyer well we you know, we have to have, as much as we dislike the Hells, um, at least the 
the ambassadors and the emissaries from that plane. We do have to be slightly cordial with, um, just so they don't come into it and invade the uh, material plane here. Um, There's uh, a difference between slightly cordial and believing every word they say. Yeah, and, and just standard protocol. It's like, I have it, this decree, and here's the evidence. Wait, oh, you don't have any evidence. No, it's what the, the wild stallions have it. And it's yeah, like, he well... Says, he's like, this is all... My, my head's so foggy. I don't... I slap I him. Uh, how's your, <laughs> your head foggy now? Can I do... Uh, can I insight check these guys? Yeah, roll an insight check. How's your head now? Is it good? That hurt. Clearer? 19. 19. Um, you can tell that he is very confused and agrees with what Pizza Tacos is saying and it doesn't know why he didn't do it. And he's just he's just trying to think of everything that's happened in the last, you know, 30 minutes or so. And um, what, what has led to this situation here? You guys are supposed to be so powerful, and you trust this devil, and now one of us is dead. D-E-D, dead. So there's no one going to do he's, anything he's about right. this. Well, we've like, got it covered, it's fine. What do you mean you got it covered? He's like, alright, here's what I'll do. Um, Can someone do something, please? He's, and he looks over at Fred, he's like, we're not going to keep you in prison, but I do technically need to keep you in the bounds of the city in case that the Platinum Sanctuary actually does come. I don't need to be fighting them and the Hells at the same time. So just stay in town. If, I, if, if I'm here, then I'm going to fight you. Okay, so I would rather not need to fight anybody. Um, okay, however, in this situation. if Hudijin leaves with uh, Ariel, then technically he is taking someone that shouldn't be leaving Amon out of Amon. So technically he's also, you know, breaking the law. So then he should be taken under arrest. So then you would have to fight him. So it's in your best interest to find this woman now so you wouldn't have to fight the hells. Yeah. And he's like... Yeah, you should probably do something about this. He goes, this is... um, I have to... There's somebody I can speak to to kind of get this all straightened out and maybe figure some things out, but I need some time to call them. Um, I slap him again. I say, you need to move faster, man. He goes, <laughs> he goes, okay. Time's um, up the we got a, we got a fugitive on our hands. <laughs> and he, uh, uh, he goes, all right, all right. And then as, as he starts to move, um, you, uh, you see that, um, there's a flash in the room and then everybody else that was frozen just falls to the ground. All right. And Dead? You got to brief these people now, because I can't have this conversation again. He goes, all right, I will take care of that. Just just go find um, somewhere to hang out, um, even if it's just outside on the steps or whatever, and I'll summon you back in once I get the expert in here um, to talk about this. Um, I think we need to figure out something to do with the hells right now. Hey, Mark. Size. Yeah. Can I take a look at uh, where Teddy, like the, I don't know if it's a corpse of Teddy, but like the goop is, yeah. was there anything left? Can uh, I roll can a I check uh, that? investigation check? All right. Someone want to grab Zakara's legs? 
I'll <laughs> grab her hands. Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah, you I'm... see that the goop is still slowly dissipating, and it's almost I'm... gone. Hang on a sec. Was there anything that he left behind, or is it just goop? Nope, nope just goop. Okay. He's gone. Okay. Can uh, I? I'll, I'll pick up Sakara. Yes. Do I need to pick? Do we need to pick her up? I can do this here. I think. Yeah. So uh, finishing with Bort. Um, Bort, you have no idea what's going on um, with the goop because you weren't there when they killed Scissoret. So you just see a man was supposed to be there, and now goop is disappearing where he once stood. Okay. I say, oh, don't worry about it. He'll be fine. The goop is fine? Yeah. <laughs> the goop is Teddy. Teddy is fine. Uh, I'm going to take a little bit of the goop and put it in a little <laughs> jaw that I have. Bored? I've seen people eat it, and it gives them special powers. Uh, insight check. <laughs> uh, yeah, roll insight, and you roll deception. <laughs> Pizza tacos. And as as they're doing that, I, 25. Yelled, I yelled at Pizza Tacos. Hey, you still have that diamond on you? I might. But well, we're going to need it. Yep. I, t- I take a little I lick yeah. of the goop. <laughs> so, uh, Tyresius, roll a, um... Uh, let's see. Roll an intelligence check for me. Okay. Hey, Mark, real quick. Yeah. Does, uh, the... Is Zakara's body still there? Yeah. Okay. Oh no, I just—I didn't know exactly what happened. Or am I? So she has all of her equipment on her still, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. Eighteen. Eighteen. All right. So yeah, you go down there and you look at the body, and you were hoping that it may have just been an unconscious sort of situation, but as soon as you um, investigate and look, you know that she is she is dead, dead, and you definitely need that diamond uh, to to raise her. Yeah, I got the I got the diamond, but we shouldn't do it here. Um, we should take we it to a place. We don't like, have much time. No, we've got plenty. Trust me, we've got plenty of time, guys. We took a long rest before we brought back O'Craig. If you don't, if you don't remember that, <clears throat> we may have stretched the rules a little bit. <laughs> not, not for, not for. We didn't. <laughs> do, do we? I, where do we take her now? Do we? We just take her anywhere. I, I mean, the shady spot, uh, some place where people that believe in things go. Or I was gonna say I don't want to perform a, uh, an exorcism or whatever in broad daylight. <laughs> no, 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 no. Some place out of the way or where people are cool about these sorts of things, uh, like see, a cemetery, I, maybe. You see, I'm just, gonna, I'm just going to pick her up and put her over my shoulder, and we'll we'll get out of so, here. So, as you guys are talking, Astrid already has her in his arms. Uh, okay. Who's got her? <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll say yeah, Astaroth. Yeah. Someone took the head. It, it, gonna say, please don't rip me apart. It, it, <laughs> I think it makes more sense that Astaroth would have her. Yeah, yeah. And, and to be honest with you, I don't know if the if the spell's that good. No, your your spell is clearly they need to have all their pieces for it. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. I can't. I can't restore any body parts. So there's that. So Astaroth has the card, and then you guys. I have something. Tom. Yeah, and then I have. Revivify. Well, I have raised dead. What's better? Uh, mine's pretty good. Uh, yeah. Mine, it brings them back to life with one hit point. But yeah, they don't have any, like, there's no... There's no penalty or anything? Yeah. Yeah, but okay, this is already... That. Yeah. Do you need a diamond for that? Yeah. Okay, so I have a diamond. 
All right. Well, what what what's one of the like, what was I saying? Uh, a place where this is cool. What? Uh, you know, church. Religious people. There you go. Church. Jesus. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so uh, roll. Um, uh, you know. Uh, sorry, Teresius. Um, you know that if for your spell, you'd have to do it here. Um, That's what I'm trying to his, tell them, but no for one's his listening. Spell, he can do it. You have time to get to a church. So. Uh, if we if we need to do this, we need to do this now. I can't leave. Okay. We don't have we don't have a lot of time. If I'm going to do it, all right. Well, then this this council is just going to have to deal with it. Uh, so yeah. Hey, just, uh, I, I yelled uh, to Brom. Yo, we're reviving someone. Is that cool? And he just <laughs> he just sort of gives you a thumbs up because he's in discussion with uh, Alora right now. Uh, all right, don't mind us. Uh, so roll, uh, just roll me a d twenty, Tom. We'll say one through ten. Um, you guys uh, didn't went over the time ten through tw- eleven through twenty. You have time to use Vivify. Oh boy, twelve. Uh, twelve. Oh. All right, so you can use Vivify. <laughs> that means you avoid having a negative four to all your rolls, uh, Miss Sakara. You're welcome. <laughs> And since you, you did it under a minute, you don't have to do that whole resurrection ceremony we did before. Um, that okay. is only for Let's all pretend we're ghosts. Yeah. And then you, <laughs> as, as you see, the uh, uh, Tiresias goes, God damn it, give me the diamond. And, you know, he gets the diamond and then he, uh, or Bahamut damn it, or whatever you want to <laughs> say. <laughs> um, damn it. Damn it. Um, you get it and you grab onto her arms and start doing the incantation and then you see that bluish uh, light of Bahamut uh, surround Zakara, and then <gasps> the breath comes back to her lungs as she's on the ground there. And you just see Astaroth crying, and the, the, the tears look like they're steaming a little bit as they're coming out of his, <laughs> out of his eyes. But only you, Tiresias, and uh, Zakara notices, and probably Bort, Bort's right there too, um, notices that I, as well. I... I do what Pete's Taco says. I pretend to be a ghost. <laughs> oh, my God. We all died. You're in the afterlife. And then, what happened? And then all you hear in the back of the room. Eudogen killed us all. <laughs> and all. As you guys are doing that, all you hear in the uh, back of the room um, is uh, Alora uh, say to Brom, he goes, God damn it. Uh, fuck. And then you just see a flash and she teleports away. Uh, she uh, got called back to <laughs> the normal plane of existence. Uh, uh, Pizza Tacos, just for the good of the group, roll a history check here. Uh, that's an 11. Alright, 10 would have been the DC because you, you've already known this partially. Um, uh, Alora. Um, is the um, wife of Lady Kima. Um, so she, by hearing what happened with the letter being a forge, you know, with her signature and all that on it, um, you assume that she teleported back to um, to see her in the Platinum Sanctuary to make sure that she was safe and not anything happened to her. It's really concerning that we figured it out like immediately and nobody else did. <laughs> Anybody else all freaked out by that? Yeah, yeah I I'm not gonna lie. It's not. It's not. Uh, it's not very good. But like, I stumbled upon it. I was just like, and, "Let me see the evidence." And, and I figured they produce real evidence. You hear Seeger Sum, who had led you into the room here, 
um, the Minister of Secrets walked up and says, he's like, I'm pretty sure that we were being uh, charmed, mind-controlled, something by that other one that was in the room um, at the sure. end there. Um, because, yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys know how the time spell works, but everything that happened while we were frozen just happened in fast-forward to all of us um, after the spell broke. Um, okay. so I saw that guy appear, I recognized the symbol on his back, um, as being, uh, don't know the exact cult, which is the person Brahm's going to get to let you know. Um, but yeah, yeah. It happens, I, I... It happens way too much in this town. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, I, uh, that's not that's... a good thing. It's yeah. not a good thing. I would get I a lawyer. To pizza tacos. It sounded like you knew this, uh, this, uh, Mal- <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. It sounds like you know this guy. Maloik. Maloik. Yeah, there we go. Uh, the dude that appeared, yes. But I haven't seen him in 25 years, I think. And he was dead last time I saw him. He was on a pile of other bodies. He, he got was, better. Yeah. Apparently he yeah. got very much better. Uh, his name's Kieran, and we used to just, we used to just run scams together. Like, low-level, just kind of pickpocketing, shit like that. Did you do some? Did you get him killed? Is that why he, he's, like, after you? No. Uh, I mean, maybe, like, sort of both of our faults. You know, we were running scams. Con, cons, eventually, was going to come. He got knifed. Um, so, Ins- insight check. All right. Yeah, go ahead, roll. Natural one. <laughs> oh yeah. I think he's lying uh, his ass off. <laughs> uh, it's a thirteen. Yeah. Well, oh, you didn't I... need to roll anyway because you're you're telling the truth. So yeah. Um, you you, you it to you, Bort. It seems truthful. Um, but you're you're still skeptical. You're not a hundred percent sure. This was back when I was you know making my living just pickpocketing tourists and running card games. Crooked card games, and he was part of it too. He was my second in command, or he was really my mentor. Uh, he taught me everything I knew, and then he died. He got knifed. Um, I actually, this dagger was actually his, the one that I, you know, put to that Brahm's throat. His. When he died, I took it. Wasn't the one that killed him. Don't think that. But yeah, that's all I knew about him. Well, and you know, he a- would start catching up with this cult or re- resurrecting himself. Uh, yeah, that's new to me. Again, someone in my past just pretends to be something that they're not, and they're like someone super powerful, just fucking with me. And every everybody just fucks with me. My mom, <laughs> mom fucked with me. Um, Tribeca, the love of my life, the most beautiful half elf in the entire world, isn't even half elf. And this dude. So, I, <sighs> this I look over his existence. I look over at Fred. Hey, Fred, uh, you seem to know every evil person ever. Do you know who that guy is? Kieran? Have you heard of him? No. I, I don't. First of all, I have not recognized every single evil person that I have seen <laughs> with you guys. Second, <laughs> um, no, I have no idea who that is. Fair enough. All right. Hey, I'm just asking. I don't know you guys. He's he's new. I don't appreciate don't, you. Don't blame him. He's yeah. new. 
I, I'm someone, just trying to get caught up here. Can someone please tell me what's going on? Oh, you died. I died? You died. Can someone throw her a potion, Why? please? R- roll, what happened? Roll an arcana check for me. Aretheus Zakara, fixed it. While you're talking. And me, he said? No, it's Zakara. Oh, just me. I have to go back to my page. I'm, I, I just want to let everyone know I don't have any. I'm like flat broke, right? I have nothing. I would give you something, but 19. I got nothing. 19. Um, you, you have heard of a spell that can do what you think happened, but you don't know exactly what it is. You might need to research it a bit. It is definitely out of your skill level as a caster, um, of spells, but you, you have heard in, in tales and stuff of words being able to kill, um, but you, you do not know the specific spell or exactly what the components are to it. Okay. I go over to her and I cast Cure Wounds. Right. And I gave Thank her ten, 10 more points. Okay, so you're Thank at you. 11. Okay. Yeah. Are, you, so, yeah. are you okay? You need, uh, <sighs> I, can you I walk? I don't know. I think I can walk. I'm not I'm not okay. Well, no, I mean, you, you were dead. Yes, but I apparently like, was. Are you okay now? No. Yeah, so no, uh, you hear from the uh, back of the room, Brom goes, if you guys want to go get something to eat, the, the guy said it'll take him about an hour to get here. Um, uh, who, who are you waiting for? Uh, the uh, head, the uh, expert of the Nine Hells from the Cobalt Soul. Um, What's his name? Uh, his name is <laughs> Rafalor Farrice. Rafe. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So Ray, just so we know. Just so we know, because it seems like we're the only ones that know what's, uh, know how to handle ourselves. Yeah, and sorry, uh, Brom, but it's true. But you, uh, as you guys fill the car in, roll a history check for me, because you're you're the oldest here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I rolled a natural one, so five yeah. or uh, seven. Sorry, seven. So just on the tip of your tongue, you 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 think you've read stuff about um, things like this occurring in Amon before in over history, um, in terms of devils coming in and controlling the minds of people, but you don't know specific <laughs> stories or if they're even stories. But um, you're not you're not uh, terribly surprised even with that nat one. Um, mm-hmm. That whether the news is fake or not that you read about it, um, that something like this could have occurred here. Okay. Um, I'll relay that to the group. I'll say, I have a feeling that this might have happened in the past. I just, I can't think of exactly what what I'm trying to remember. Maybe it's because uh, I'm almost dead. <laughs> but I, I feel like this has happened before. Devil's coming in and controlling the city. I mean, this is like a big spring break destination, so yeah, that <laughs> happens a lot. Great. This is this is a great place. Well, speaking of spring break, why don't we find a bar and kind of capture our thoughts and gather them and figure out what the fuck is going on. I'm, I actually, I need to call my sister and because she, she mentioned a big evil was coming to Amman. I think... I, I'm, I'm not a genius, but I think that was it. 
I don't know. I feel I feel like that's not our luck. I feel like something much bigger is gonna come. Oh, I mean, that's like a it's gonna be that's... it's gonna be this guy Ray who's a hundred foot uh, devil that just kind of like you know one foot just stomps, stomps. us and that's it. <laughs> that that's I mean in terms of our luck, it's kind of trending in that direction. The things that we find are more powerful and bigger every time. While everyone's talking, Mark, can I cast Cure Wounds on myself at a fourth level? Uh, you can hold off because you guys are about to take a short rest, so you can just roll, oh, your, all right. you can just roll okay. your hit dice. Okay. To do that, just right, so we'll... you don't waste a spell slot. Okay. Let's go get drunk. No. No. Uh, at least a little buzzed. Yeah. yeah. Come on. No. Yeah, so Come on. on. I need water and you, sleep. You just died. Maybe you should. Maybe you should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on. There's nothing better than alcohol nice cures cold. wounds. True. <laughs> It so helps you forget that you almost died. So it you... stops some viruses or something, too. I think. <laughs> when your friend dies at the pregame, but then they show up at the bar. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I've seen that happen. <laughs> so you guys you... exit out. Um, you walk down the uh, stairwell to the, uh, uh, to the chambers oh. of the Council of Tal'Dorei. Um, as you've seen when you came in, you see to your left the giant crater that was left from Thordak, um, the Cinder King uh, from the attack uh, 30 years ago on the town. Um, it's sort of like a memorialized thing now to the people to help save the town uh, from Thordak. Um, you head down the street and um, you uh, get to um, just one of the local watering holes there. Um, and uh, you... Uh, uh, head on in, uh, you grab a table, and uh, what, what do you guys do? Uh, I just remembered, I'm poisoned. <laughs> Ow, first of all. <laughs> Ow? I guess, I'm going to cast Song of Rest. Okay. Um, so everybody, if they're rolling uh, their hit points back, you get an extra plus six. Does that cure poison? Your, your, your poison is gone, it only lasts a minute. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Yay! <laughs> Alright. Yeah, so you guys can heal up. Anybody that got hit or died can can heal up. And then, yeah, if you guys want to talk, you can go ahead. So what was that thing that he said right before he killed you? Zakara, do you remember? Um, I think... Would I remember, Mark? Yeah. Before I answer? Okay. He said Morning Star. That's the last thing I remember. Morning Star, that's like the sun. I, I guess, yeah. Or I don't right. understand any of this. Or like the weapon? <laughs> or like the weapon, I guess. Did or he like... hit me with a Morning Star? Did anyone actually see? Well, I mean, if he said it and then you were knocked out, I guess you did get knocked out by a Morning, a morning Star. Morning Star, true. So, you know this guy, Tits Tacos? Uh, I mean, like I said, I went through exactly how I knew him. You heard yeah. me say that. Um, but he didn't do anything like that when I knew him. Would have came in handy when we were running cons, I could tell you that. <laughs> so he's also moved up in the world? Apparently! Theresius' sibling is more um, successful and your former conmate is also more successful than you? I mean, he was my mentor, so that would make sense. Oh, yeah. 
I just feel like you know, I'm just a couple of years behind them. I don't know. I don't know what I'm getting into here, really, but it, it looks feel like feel free to leave whenever you want, man. Uh, you don't, we have no obligation to us. Well, you are I, a turtle man that we just met randomly. This is very true, uh, but I I feel like I was brought here for a reason, uh, and it's not in my nature to tuck tail and slowly run. <laughs> and you have a uh, tail too, actually. I do. But you very, could tuck tail, literally. I I could. I could just tuck, and I just insert every part of me into my shell. Oh. <laughs> and just roll <laughs> down the street. <laughs> <laughs> then I pop out. See, I can do that. Um, yeah, but if, if those people are supposed to be so all-knowing and powerful, and your, your con buddy tricked them, they, what hope do we have, really? You know, it's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. I don't 100% understand what his relationship to... What was that guy's name? I forget already. Hooligan. Hootigen? Hootigen. Hootigen. I like Hootigen. Right. Um, I like Hooligan, though. (laughs) I thought that was Hooligan. He he is a Hooligan. So maybe I could have asked that question, but everybody just kind of was like, you you talk to them for 20 seconds, and they're like, well, bye, and then they peace out. Um, He's He's a coward. If I had a nickel for every time someone monologued, and then we get into a conversation, and they they can't handle it for 20 seconds, and then they just leave. I have a shitload of nickels. <laughs> and what's, what's then you nickel? would use animate objects to kill them? I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's my go-to move. His army of nickels. <laughs> <laughs> I, what, so where do we go from here now? I mean... Well, I think we should start by telling O'Craig what's happening so he doesn't walk into possibly another trap. Um, oh, could. sure. I could. I could send, I could use sending on him. Yeah. Assuming that he's not dead already. Well, let's hope I mean, not. We always assume that when we don't have a line of sight on him. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the more people we have, the better on this. Especially someone who, he's he's magic, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that could help going up against this kind of guy. Well, I have some bad news. I can't send anything right now. Oh, Oh, that's yeah. That's definitely the definition of bad. Hold on. Why, Why not? not? Why not? Because I used all my uses of that. I don't know what the in-game version of I used all my spell slots. You're tired. But... I feel like that's a real thing. That just <laughs> you were out of magic. Yeah, sure. I have you... my magic is divvied up into only three uses of that specifically. <laughs> if you wanted me to cast something higher or lower, I could do that, but only a certain amount of times. You, you could theoretically cast sending at a higher level if you wanted to. Uh, not according to this. Oh. It, I mean, it would we still could... be a third level spell, but you would just waste that spell slot. Okay. Essentially. I mean, you or... could always go to bed and then just come back and Talk that's to that's tomorrow. the downside to doing a spell like sending. All right, so you level. you saying that you're gonna let me use a fourth level level yeah, spell slot to it use? It just something. doesn't do okay. anything to improve the spell. You just lose a fourth level spell slot. Okay, let me see what I could do. Let me move some stuff around. All right, all right. <laughs> what are we telling him? Uh, I guess just what happened. Let him know that there's got trouble here. Twenty five words. Got twenty five oh, yes. words. I can't. I can't go into a full thing. 
So just tell to... him that there's trouble here. Ask him where he is and when he's going to get here. Okay. All right. So are you sending some dough, Craig? Trouble a brewing. <laughs> a brewing <laughs> in a mom. Stay safe. When are you coming? Are you okay? How many I got left? Six? Yeah. I think it's six. Um, How's your family? (laughs) (laughs) You don't need to use all 25, but I do appreciate you attempting to use all 25. Uh, So you send that spell out, and you sit there, and you wait. 30 seconds go by, there's nothing. Minute. Nothing. Nothing? Nothing's coming back. Okay, I'm yeah, I'm not getting anything, so uh, with him that could mean anything. What time Ladies of the day is it? Dead, right? What was that? What time Ladies of the day is it right dead, now? Right? Uh, I'm sorry. Jonathan, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> He's probably dead then, right? Uh, it's entirely possible. I, I should have asked him if he was dead. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and to answer Zakara's question, it's probably it's early like noon time for you guys, oh. and probably like later in the afternoon in Whitestone. Mm, time zones. Yeah. So he's probably not sleeping, or he could be, I guess, knowing him. I have um, no idea what he does when we're not around him. He could just take naps. He could sleep twenty hours a day for all I know. <laughs> What do half orcs do? I've I've heard half orcs need their beauty rest. <laughs> I don't think any amount of that is going to help. Well, that's the joke. Good, I like your joke. Yeah, because he's ugly. <laughs> he is ugly. <laughs> <laughs> do you want some? That was a good one, Bort. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll take some uh, some some lettuce. I'm gonna sure. order. I'm gonna order Bort some more vegetables. Lettuce on the house. <laughs> Let's Let grow. us eat. <laughs> Was that a good one? That, uh, that kind of ruined the moment. Uh, That's okay though. We'll go. We'll, we'll <laughs> try again. I died. I'm not on my game. That's okay. That's okay. Um, while this is happening, Mark. Self isolation. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want to reach into the bag of holding and just make sure that the Jorkin um, and the what's the other thing called? The Drakenhorn. Drakenhorn are still in there. Yeah. So you reach in and not pull them out, but just feel them. To be honest, it would probably feel about the same. Um, okay. Now, like, peek really, like, oh, just yeah. a little bit of it. <laughs> yeah, so you reach in, and uh, you pull them. You're in, in a they, purse. They, like, oh, my fault's there. Good. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they are uh, both still inside your bag. Okay. Uh, question for you guys. For you guys. Are you all rich? Uh, I've no. Out of game, I've completely lost count of how much money I have. <laughs> but I just bought a house, so... Uh, so you're in deep, deep, uh, deep trouble, then. I just With the I way... I did, I did buy it outright. I was no, going to no say it's good. good. Because the, the rates these days are astronomical. Uh, you just gotta, you gotta buy in the right town. This is like one <laughs> that was just decimated. <laughs> That's the key. Then you move hey, in. A real Gentrify that shit. <laughs> Flip it. <laughs> uh, the reason I say that, I only have 
10 gold pieces to my name. Oh, no, we got a lot more than that. Okay. So I just, I I hate to be that toidle, but if you could, you know, front me some money every now and then, not much. I I, I live very practically. I I give him, I give him 50 gold pieces. That's, I'm just saying, like, just pay for my food. You don't have to give me all my, all your money or whatever. (laughs) This isn't all my money. Just take the 50. Oh, okay. (laughs) Thank you, sir. <laughs> so uh, I'm renting out my house currently right now in Kaimal or wherever we were. It's uh, Kaimal, still right? Ben. Still Ben. Still Ben. Uh, Close s- enough. Renting s- it out. We got a nice Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> so as you guys um, sit there, um, Astarot, um turns to Zakara and goes. Um, Ask you a question. Back when we were in Stillbend, did did you notice anything that was might have been around my neck when I wasn't all there? Uh, so roll an intelligence check for me. Okay. You gotta use a new dice, man. Yeah, I think this you is. Keep, nice. You got fifty d twenties. You need <laughs> one. Six. Six. Yeah. Um. I have you, passive of twenty one though. I just want to throw that out there. I think that doesn't count. For this. <laughs> it's going to try anyway. Yeah. So the only thing you would get from your passive, because we're sort of retconning something a little bit here, um, you know, you would have noticed that there seemed to be something uh, before the Greater Restoration spell was done by Tribeca. Um, there seemed to be something shiny around his neck um, that is not there anymore. Okay. Um, but you don't know what that could be from. You'd have to research it. Okay. To find out. Uh, yeah, I actually remember something shiny around your neck. I don't know what it was. If it was a spell he's like, or, he's like, yeah, because and then he uh, he uh, pulls his shirt down a little bit, and you see a little bit of like a, a mark, sort of around his neck here. Um, he's like, because I found this this morning when before we left. Is it is it a scar? Are you okay? What what is that? I I. I it doesn't hurt, but it's definitely discolored more than the rest of my skin there. Uh, I'm going to just try. I'm going to touch it and cast. Oh, actually, no, I'm not doing that. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So, you know that there may have been something on his neck. You'd have to research it to see if that okay. was the cause of his mind control or not. Um, okay. Yeah. So, it's been about an hour. Um, unless you guys have anything else you want to discuss. Before you head back to meet Brom. Uh, uh, Fred, or, or Tiresias, maybe you, one of you would know. Where do you think the most obvious choice of uh, Hooligan would have taken Blue Lady? Um, literally anywhere in the city, because the authorities all trusted him implicitly. And so, like, he, he could be anywhere, and he would have full blessing of the local authorities. So you he think he's still that. here? Okay, well, that's... Know. That was my my next question. Like, if he went to hell, I mean, we can't go get him. I mean, we could. Yeah. Count, I've never done that. I'm scared. Would he be able to travel there automatically if he's that powerful, or does he have to use a teleportation circle? I'll be asking that to, to uh, Fred. Yeah, roll an intelligence check for me, Fred. Okay, one second. 
<laughs> He's being ambushed. <laughs> what was that? Uh, you just rolled something, didn't you? Uh, let me see. Uh, uh, there you oh, go. Okay. okay. I got ten. There okay, we go. So ten. Okay, so ten's easy enough for you on the uh, first question that that roll was for. Um, you know that he should be powerful enough to either uh, to be able to uh, either have somebody with him that he came with or himself be able to cast plane shift um, to get to get himself back to hell because um, there's only two ways you know of either find um, uh, some kind of portal that has been made to go into Avernius um, and sort of make your way down from there or just plane shift right into your um, home plane. Um, so you can explain that anyway, Fred would to the group. Uh, he's super powerful, so yeah, he could just go home if he wanted to. So there's a good chance he's not even here anymore. Like he could literally be in hell right now. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I do. You think it would make sense for him to stay in the city? I mean, it looks like he's he's probably planning something bigger. I don't know. Uh, Tiresias, when yes. is like your gang? What's your gang's name? The the platinum the good sanctuary. Guys. Platinum sanctuary. Are they coming at all? Do you know? They should be. They should be on their way. Okay. I mean, they could be, you know, helpful. I'd imagine. Well, yeah, I imagine they want to know what the hell's going on. All right. Well, you know, at least we're not alone. Yeah, I mean, we can always talk to Cranor, can't we? We talk to whoever we want. With the coin. Who, who's Cranor? <laughs> He's with the Platinum Sanctuary. Oh, okay. He's a friend. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Jury's still As out. of right now, yes, he is. Yeah. Uh, well, I, let's hope he's still in the city. Maybe have them conduct a search. A switch. A switch. A switch. Now, would it make sense for him to avoid going to hell if he has Tribeca? Oh, uh, hell if I know. Didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I just I knock on his shelf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good question there. Fred. Hootagen just wa- uh, struts back into hell with Ariel. What's What's the game plan there if you were to do that? Well, so Hudijin's the one who hired me to kill Ariel, and mm-hmm. since she is a citizen of Hell, when she died, she would just immediately go back to Hell. So I'm assuming right. he does want her to go to Hell. So I think there's a right. good chance that he did that. Okay. So are we going to Hell? Is this a thing? I, I've always wanted to stay out of Hell. You know, like, that was, like, a big thing growing up. Like, hey, you know, boy, stay out of hell. You don't want to go there. <laughs> that's that's what Mama Board always used to say. <laughs> that's good advice. I'm, she was a smart woman. I, I'm with you guys. So if you if you go, I'm with you. Weren't you here to do something with your sister no, we, or something? I don't remember. She said to come here because there was a big evil and... I think I f- we found it. Yeah. Or it found okay. us. <laughs> so, like, I if you guys are fighting it, then I, you know, I fight with you. Okay. Until 
Frank gets back. Because if you don't want me, I get it. You know, I could be a little hand, uh, you know, a little much. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys don't want me around, I'll just shuffle off. No. Play the sad you music. Could, you, could, you could hang out with us. Okay. It's fine. You could stay you make a fantastic, for later. You make a fantastic distraction in a fight. I appreciate you. <laughs> uh, people do like to hit me. <laughs> I also appreciate that because people aren't hitting me. Well, there you go. So, I'll be your punching bag. There you go. Uh, so yeah. So hour is up. Um, a guard walks in and tells you guys that Brom is ready for you and um, escorts you uh, back into the Cloudtop District. Um, and you guys head up the steps towards the chambers, but you go off a little bit to the left uh, to another entrance, which essentially um, would be the private quarters of all, all the council members, like sort of their offices um, within in this building here. Um, and you guys walk in uh, to this room. It's a very plainly um, decorated room. Uh, Brahm is much more worried about, you know, law and order and stuff like that. It doesn't have much on his wall. Just basically his desk here, you know, a couple of chairs, um, just, uh, you know, uh, his armor hanging on the wall. And, you know, sword resting next to the desk. And he is sitting there uh, next to a, um, a like, uh, I would say about five foot five old elven man with a long white beard. Um, uh, you know, hair receding a little bit in the back, but um, still keeps it that, that long shoulder length or, or middle of the back that, you know, a lot of, a lot of high elves. Um, like to do uh, throughout their life. Um, and he is standing there. And as you guys walk in, um, Brom goes, Oh, thank you guys. Um, so, uh, so, uh, and he's still shaking his head. And he goes, This is uh, uh, Rayfior. Um, that's spelled R A Y F A E L O R. Um, and he goes, uh, He is the head of the um, Outer Plains um, section with uh, expertise in the Nine Hells uh, in the Cobalt Reserve, part of the Cobalt Soul. Basically, the, the research heads in, in the city here and through Alexandria. Um, uh, he is here if you uh, guys have any questions, um, and he might have some information um, for you if uh, you need to... Uh, you know, do anything uh, meaning to uh, things associated with the Hells. He's like, so I'll, I'll turn it over to you guys and, and Ray. Uh, <laughs> what did you guys talk about? Like, you you brought him here because you guys fucked up. Yeah. What, what do you, what, Ray, what do you have to say about that? Shouldn't uh, this guy get fired? <laughs> Brom? <laughs> uh, he goes... As much as me and uh, Mr. Brom here do have our, our disagreements, um, I do not have any power or say to fire him from the Council of Tal'Dorei. Um, we are a separate uh, entity that just works in research and information gathering. So we would just have answers to any questions. We don't have any bureaucratic experience. If you want to know certain uh, things about people or locations or anything like that um 
you know, I'll, I'll be able to help you um, here. Um, if anything outside of the Nine Hells you need to research, can obviously come to the Cobalt Reserve and do that. But uh, just let me know what, what questions you have about what what happened today or, you know, um, anything that's been going on recently. I'm here to help. Anybody got anything? Can you please identify that symbol that was on Pizza Taco's friend? Okay, and I assume you draw it out for him, uh, yeah. Pizza Tacos. Um, mm-hmm. So he draws a symbol. He goes, ah, uh, I haven't... I haven't seen this symbol in a while. Um, this is the uh, symbol of the Morning Star, um, which uh, you would probably um, uh, you would probably know better as uh, uh, Lucifer Morning Star. Um, roll religion check, everyone. Religion. Yeah. I'm good with religion. Nope. Six. The car rolled a 20. A dirty 20. Total of 22. That's a natural 20. Okay. I rolled an 8. 18 uh, for Astrop, too. Okay. Um, You get... I'm basically just going to deal with Jonathan's roll with the natural 20. um, Because everything I say to him, you would get two, Zakara. So, um, Fred, it's... It's like the dice know. You would be the one that would probably have the biggest reaction to the words that just came out of Ray's mouth. Um, you know, Lucifer Morningstar uh, was the first of the fallen angels um, that came down um, from uh, what um, is known as the heavens here um, and basically created the uh, nine hells and has uh, ruled over them with an iron fist and controlled each circle on its own um, for thousands and thousands of years. And uh, with that role, um, you know that the um, uh, at the beginning of uh, what has been known in hell as the Blood War, which the Blood War is the war between all the nine arch devils that are down there right now, sort of jockeying for position and power. Uh, the beginning of that war um, was started... Um, at least in this world, um, in Exandria, when the nine current arch devils banded together um, Sorry. with the help of um, some betrayer gods to uh, banish um, Lucifer um, to the bottom of the oceans, um, chained up for um, until he is freed um, by certain rites and spells um, so that they could rule over their own circles and basically have hell be the way it is today. But, um, basically the raising of Lucifer is, uh, essentially bringing someone that would just want to control all the planes and especially exterminate everybody in hell. Um, but he did have his followers and that symbol, now that he has explained to you, it instantly pops in your head um, it's one of the ones that your parents um, are well aware of because the politicians in hell um, are all on the lookout for the cult of Satan um, down there. And also the armies that try and raise him who are known as the uh, Knights in Satan service. Um, and they uh, wear face paint 
and um, walk around with this symbol on their back there. I so, see. So, um, you know, feel free to uh, relay that, most of that information, as, as uh, Fred would to the group there. I... I um, okay. I... Give me 10 seconds to confirm that I'm getting the joke right. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The deep dive, I like it. Nope. (laughs) I'm not going to get it right. Okay. Um, Yeah, I'll I'll just convey all of that. Um, And I am... Uh, actually, Mark, I wanted to clarify something with you out of character. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that the blood war was the um, war between the demons and the devils. That That's probably closer to the truth, but yeah. Yeah, sorry, I was just, I just read this over real fast today. But this everything that happened with Lucifer happened before the blood war started. Um, okay. You know, by, by Lucifer being... Um, you know, uh, sent to where he was, it's what started the war because now the demons would be able to um, attack hell without this all-powerful god being um, looking over it. So, we can play it that way. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, then I I just uh, convey all the stuff because I can't come up with a kiss song joke um, (laughs) right away. So we're essentially we're fighting or not fighting not right now fighting but the the creator of hell is on our back now is that what we're being told and Yeah Ray, Ray interrupts and goes um he is not here yet and he still has not been freed because trust me um we would all know if uh, Lucifer or Morningstar um, will be raised. Um, he, he won't make it subtle um, to the whole world, not just to a group of you. Uh, so that part we're good with. Hey, we can still stop it. Um, yeah. But Yet you said that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, if what you're uh, showing me is correct... Um, you guys were confronted by at least one member, possibly two, um, uh, that are part of the cult of Satan. Um, that his goal is to resurrect their Lord. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. Well, I'm out of here. Uh, good luck. You guys will be. No, I'm, just, I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay. No. Uh, that's a lot. Does bringing Ariel into hell have anything to do with resur- wanting to resurrect this guy, Lucifer Morningstar? So the um, essentially um, Ariel, who um, according to our doctrines is the uh, princess of of Cana, Misophilus's um, daughter. Um, the only reason that I would think um, somebody would want her captured or at least under their control in hell, is because of either some kind of contract with another devil, or as a way to not let any warnings get to Misophilus himself. 
um, concerning Lucifer or any other plans going on um, in hell. So she is the linchpin of some kind of plan down there. Um, I don't know what exactly, um, because you guys... Um, I, I don't even know if you guys have any... I would need to talk to her, to be honest. Because it's either a devil contract or they're trying to keep her quiet. Um, Great. I can add to that. So, uh, Hudijin let slip that Ariel had been promised in marriage to Beelzebub. And also, in when I was making my heavy Sylvia board about this whole thing going on, I remembered or figured out that um, if Beelzebub makes a deal with you and you die, he gets your soul. Uh, Mephistopheles made a deal with Beelzebub that Ariel would marry him. So if then, then if um, Mephistopheles died, Beelzebub would get his soul. Beelzebub is in league with Hudigen. Beelzebub suddenly, suddenly becomes much stronger. They usurp the, usurp the eighth level, eighth circle of hell. Okay. I didn't get any of that. <laughs> Ray, Ray chimes in and goes, it's, that sounds exactly how a devil contract in hell would go. And it makes a lot of sense that if, um, and part of the contract, one that I'm not sure without reading the contract would know, is that if the contract is not fulfilled, he also gets the soul of the person. Um, so, an Ariel would probably be the only one that could break the contract without her father's soul getting taken. Um, so that might be a reason why they would either want her dead or keep her away long enough that the contract is seen as broken and then the same result happens. So what's the plan here? I mean, do you guys have a contingency for this? Or, you know, they, they killed one of my best friends or tried to kill and then they stole my other best friend's girl. You guys are my best friends now. Oh, <laughs> just I, you I was like, I, yeah. yeah, no offense, like, but I was just like, I don't know who he's talking about. You like, so like, I, I just brand you all my best friends. Because I don't, I don't have any friends, so you're all my friends now. I think that's how it works. Just a big softy. <laughs> yeah, I, that's you're why like an I, honorary wild stallion. I, I, a single <laughs> tear rolls down my my beak. <laughs> oh, I forgot you got a beak. That's weird. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Um, I don't know turtle anatomy really. Turtle anatomy. Now, if I if I have any like memory of how these things sort of go, we meet some sort of bureaucratic team. They tell us the kind of shit that they are just going to let us handle while they sit back and do nothing and spend an animation for a while. So. I'm guessing that this means that we have to go to hell now and start fighting devils and demons and uh, fucking hate my life. I feel like we're not prepared for that. Like, does anybody else see a way that that's not going to happen? Raise your hand. Yeah. We We gotta go to we gotta go to outer heaven, which apparently isn't the real word for it. Um, Oh yeah, totally is. I got chewed out by who during that, right? Who told you that it's not? Oh, Hudijin had some words about about that word, outer heaven. <laughs> Shoot my ass out. 
And Ray goes, I can see why if uh, Hootigen is in line with Morningstar that he would be offended by the term that the people that took over for his lord, uh, the person he worships, um, he would have uh, some words to say about, uh, you know, any change in what his lord had created. So I sure. can see why he would be pissed at the name Outer Heaven. Okay. So yeah. Ray, we're we're going to hell, right? And you guys are just going to sit here and just be like, "All right, well, off you go, guys. Hopefully, you succeed." <laughs> right. Brom goes. The uh, the best thing we can do here is, um, you know, at least keep the uh, the material plane um, clear of. Uh, we will search out uh, for any. Uh, you know, uh, members of the cult, any uh, any of those uh, face-painted knights um, that might pop up around here now that we um, see that, a, you know, something may be afoot. Uh, maybe get word out to um, all the uh, mages and sorcerers and wizards uh, to maybe start uh, doing some dispel magics and stuff on things they don't trust and see if anybody's in disguise. We can at least cover the entire world of Exandria here and see if we can uncover anything. But um, it would probably be easier for us to infiltrate hell with a small group. And yes, that would be you guys. <laughs> That'd be us. Uh, what kind of payment we're talking about here? <laughs> <laughs> um, Money-wise? Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. About it. Uh, <laughs> He goes, what I can offer you is if you can stop the raising of Lucifer, uh, the one person that may be able to destroy the world itself. Um, let's just say the easiest way to say it is uh, you could get a blank check. So I like the sound what, of that. <laughs> can we get half want. of the blank check who's, now? Whose who's signature is on that blank check, first of all? Um, in this case... Um, it would probably be, um, yeah, in, yeah, let's see, in the council, you know, Brahm saying, um, yeah, it would probably be, yeah, the money is probably run through Allura, uh, so I think that she would be the one signing the checks, and uh, with her connection to the Platinum Sanctuary, I think, um, I don't think it would be too hard to get her signature on that. Okay, uh, no. so if I write a trillion dollars on that, yeah, when that you blank check. Yeah, when you guys return, you can get that. We can upfront you some money if you want <laughs> on your way down there. But the oh yeah, no, we don't we don't work for less than fifty percent in upfront signatures. That's, that's our retainer. <laughs> <laughs> he he's like, what I can do is um, we can give you guys uh, probably you know for you to spend on any weapons, travel, food, or anything. Um, use of any spaces we have, and we could probably give you, you know, 100,000 gold pieces uh, to start. That should right. give you plenty of money to get started. Make that 125. Okay, 125. And then all incidentals you'll pay back. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, anybody else want Lucifer, anything? Yes. What's an incidental? <laughs> so, like, food, shelter, um, you know, Horse food, horses, <laughs> um, 
I'd like to get my my sword mystified, if possible, before we do that. Sword mystification. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we can all we can take a few days, get that all prepared for you guys. It'll give you some time to do some research in the reserve if you want. Um, And then, and then when you guys are ready, um, Ray will meet you back uh, at the Cobalt Reserve and just uh, tell you about what you would need to do to get uh, access. Um, to hell in probably the sneakiest way possible. Um, okay. Without just... question. Yes. Uh, were, you were saying that there's uh, devil worshippers or right something like that. Uh, there are cult probably of... some around us. Cult. Do you th- do you think it would be a good idea to kind of maybe you know bust some heads and maybe we'll get a little better information that way? And then you're also like breaking up this bad group at the same time. You're making the town. A little safer. Yeah, and Brom says that's that's what our duty is here. We will any information we find while uh, taking care of cult members, we will pass along to you immediately. Um, okay. So just uh, you know, I just want to kill some people. That's really what I'm trying to say. You know, I like what they're bad. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> I don't like that kind of talk. Killing people? Yeah, oh, it's fun. Wow. <laughs> When they deserve it. When they deserve it, I will Still say can't that. say that it's fun. Well, <laughs> agree to disagree. Well, it's fun for him. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Ray looks over at uh, Tiresias and goes, uh, if you would come with me, I could probably get somebody to um, enchant those, or at least start the process of enchanting that sword, um, you know, back back at the Cobalt Reserve. Okay. In town. Um, so at that point, um, unless you got any more questions for Ray or Brom, um, you guys sort of can disperse uh, back into the town. Okay. So um, uh, yeah, no, go ahead. I'm good. good? I'll okay. just say I'm good. Okay. Right. Yeah. So um, at this point, uh, Tiresias, you take your sword to the Cobalt Reserve. Um, uh, the enchanter there goes. All right. So this uh, sword here. Um, looks like it has um, space for you to put uh, two elemental spells in there, if you want to. Um, okay. Uh, you, uh, uh, it looks like um, I can put two stones in here, and then at the beginning of every day, um, you can uh, tell the stone what spell you want in there. And it has to be one you know, because you have to say the enchantment. Um, over the stone. Um, but I would need time to enchant the stones, be about a day or two, um, because they are little tiny stones. It's not as long as enchanting the entire sword here, which is already magical. Um, so, so, so what are, what are my elemental choices? Um, I would say right now, off the top of my head, lightning, fire, you know, poison, acid, um, ice, you know, stuff like that. And I can change it. Yes, um, but it stays that way um, until a long rest. So you can't okay. repeatedly change it. Once you say it after a long rest, it's that the spell holds that um, spell in there. If you do try to change it at any point during the 24 hours, you lose the spell that's in the stone. Okay. Yeah, so. Yeah, so. Base. Pretty simple, but mm-hmm. something you just have to keep track of to make sure you don't you know, 
try to use a spell when there's nothing in the stone or something like that. Okay, I can do that. Yeah. So, um, you hand over the sword, they get to work on that. Um, does anybody want to do any research at the reserve? I do. Anything? Okay. Uh, just Zakara, everybody else just sort of no. meandering around I'm, town? Uh, yep. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go to a weapons store. I'm, okay. I want to find some good stuff. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go try and find an, another diamond. Okay. Uh, so you head off um, to a... Uh, there's a jeweler in town um, that just sells um, loose uh, rubies, sapphires, diamonds, whatever. I buy two, actually. Okay, so it'd be 600 gold pieces for what I think All you're right. buying them for. So. Yep. The uh, you know this is uh, on our tab. This is an incidental yeah. uh, hazard pay. So the uh, you know the council has it. By the way. Yeah. So he goes. Oh, okay. So he uh, starts. <laughs> ri- oh, he starts writing sure. you up a receipt. He's like, I still need the payment now, but you can hand this over to Brom or Laura, and they would be able to. They give me, so they give it. me a receipt. Yeah. <laughs> so he it's writes out this. something on on a piece of paper, hands you the receipt. You give Petty him the six hundred gold for the diamonds. And basically, you'll just return that um, to Brahma okay. or Laura, and they will reimburse you. Okay. I gotta try and find my 125k. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, um, you now have two diamonds in your possession. Um, each of them are worth 300 gold. You can't, if you have other spells that require diamonds, you can't split them up. Um, you would consume the entire diamond. Just okay. to let you know. I don't know if you have any spells that require diamonds besides that. Wait, wait, wait. Say, say that again? I'm they're confused. both worth 300 or whatever you need for Raise Dead. Right. You know, if you have another spell that requires a diamond to be used, which I don't think you do, um, but the, the diamonds are only 300, so you can't do a spell that requires a 100 gold piece and oh, just, okay. you know, reduce it to 200. You use the full 300 gem. Okay. You know, just... Be aware of that. I don't know. That might come up for other people later. Um, that's the only thing I'm holding you to is if anything requires a gold piece, like a, a chalice or something. Um, sure. Okay. Yeah, you would have to use it. I'm not worried about like back guano or whatever other components they put in there for spells. Mm-hmm. Just anything with a gold piece you would need. Um, all right. Uh, so, Zakara, um, mm-hmm. what are you? You walk into the Cobalt Reserve. Uh, yep. The uh, elf at the front goes. Uh, how may I help you? <laughs> um, I was given permission to do some research here by Ray Falor. Ray Falor. Oh, Ray. Is that right? Yes, Ray. Uh, so, uh, what would you like to research? You have access to any of the books here that are not in a restricted zone. Okay. Um, I need. I think I need some help researching maybe specific spells. If you can point me yes. in that direction. Um, so which spells? Any kind of a spell that maybe could be used to kill someone by speaking uh, a word. Uh, so you're looking for high-level magic. Yes. yes. Um, okay. Uh, do you, uh, you can take out two books at a time. So is there anything else you need to read? Yes. Um, also, any kind of spells um, on how to control people, animals, even dragons. Um, anything like that that you can find for me, too. All right. He goes, hold on one second. And he turns around, and he comes back with these two huge, huge tomes. 
Um, the first one he hands to you is um, called 7th uh, uh, Level or Higher Magic for Dummies. Um, and he hands that over to you. Um, and then the second book is, um, you know, it, it says uh, uh, Charms, Spells, and um, uh, Items um, to be used to control uh, those around you. Okay. Comma and chicken soup recipes. And <laughs> and he puts that down in front of you. Um, so give me um, an investigation check on the uh, the dummies book. Okay. Ooh, that was good. See? What I tell you? Mm-hmm. 25. 25. All right. So you, you flip right open to the spell. Um... Give me an Arcana check to see how much of the spell you understand by reading it. 22. Okay. Yeah. So uh, you instantly find the spell immediately. Um, The spell is called uh, Power Word Kill. Um, It is a uh, ninth level spell um, that when a word is spoken uh, to a target, if the target has under 100 hit points, um, the target dies instantly. Um, no death saving throws, no, um, the only thing that can stop it, um, as you know, there's a little note in the margins, is the only way to stop it is a counter spell. Um, okay. once the spell hits the target, there's no way to stop, and it's full death. Uh, so, uh, that was the spell, and now you're remembering as you read it that it felt like literally the words Morning Star, like, shot into your chest and sort of knocked your soul out of your body um, when it was spoken to you. Um, so yeah, you figured that out. Um, and there's also some couple other spells you find with the roles that you had um, that you can figure out later. Um, you uh, read up on, you know, seventh level teleportation stuff um, and how that works. And you figured out that um, if that spell, that time stop spell stopped um it meant that uh Hootigan probably teleported or plane shifted away um okay. at that point um and then uh, you find in the tome um there's some there's not specific spells but there's talk of a different uh school of magic called dunamancy um which is uh basically uh only thing it's described as um and it's very very Little research known about it. It's uh, time and gravity manipulation magic. That seems to be very new. It's The ink is less faded than the rest of the ink in the book. Here. Um, that, was, that was for getting that 25. Uh, on that investigation. Uh, so give me another investigation roll for the second book. That's good. Eight. Eight. So the the only thing you find um, is that it was flipping through this book. There is no spell that would be strong enough to control a dragon the way um, uh, Astrod was controlled. But you do see in the back of the book that there are these um, uh, special uh, wondrous items and artifacts... Um, known as the uh, Vestiges of Divergence, 
Um, mm. And they are split into two parts. There are the prime vestiges and the betrayer vestiges. Um, but with that role, you don't know, you can't understand any of the the spells or the uh, or I'm sorry or the items or the weapons or anything listed um, in the book. But you all you know of is that those things exist and they may be powerful enough to do things like what happened to Astaroth. Okay. And also what might have happened to Ted. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So, uh, and the elf comes over and goes, I- is that all, ma'am? Yeah, I think so. We can't by any chance take these out on loaner, can no, we? No, no, you Or can not. I? <laughs> <laughs> the books do not leave right. the reserve. Fair enough, and I hand them back to him. Thank you for your help. No problem. He goes, thank you. He goes, and then he walks back, and then you hear him over his shoulder goes, anything for the stallions. And he reaches over and puts it away. (laughs) (laughs) We're famous. I guess we're famous now. All right, Uh, and then I guess I'll try to head back to the rest of the group. So you head back. um, That night, you guys... um, just hang out, normal, first night's sleep um, in a while where you didn't have any um, creatures after you or needing to fight anything, um, and you're not sleeping outside, so you guys get a good night rest. Those of you that wanted to get uh, shit-faced got shit-faced and um, sort of went to sleep for the night. Um, you get up the next morning, uh, Tiresias, uh Ray calls you over and says, you know, if everybody wants to come, your sword is ready. Um, and then we can talk about uh, what to do next. Um, Excellent. You so you guys head over to the, um, the Cobalt Reserve, um, and he uh, gets you your sword. You take your sword with you. Like I said, um, let me know um, which spells are in it. Um, you can just send it to me in chat or something, um, or just through a message. Um don't really they for now they gave you lightning and fire um till the end of this day okay um, in there so it would be the um it would be one uh fireball spell and one lightning bolt spell is in there right now Tom. so um so you see that the glowing disc of one's yellow one's red um in there and you guys head on and uh Ray shuffles you down to the um, teleportation um, circle area at the bottom. And he goes, he goes, okay, so in my research over the past few days, um, looking into what I can, um, there's uh, one, oh, excuse me, there's one artifact um, that you can find that will um, gain you entry into Avernius uh, without alerting um any devils or anything uh, of the sort that a plane shift spell may do. Um, so uh, what my plan is, um, is you will need to, um, we will teleport you from here um, to the uh, islands of Isocross um, up in northern Exandria um, in northeast section of the continent of Wildmount. Um, and... There, you will find within uh, that area there a uh, city um, that is hidden from the public. Um, 
The only way to find it is you would have you would find um, two wooden sphinxes or not wooden stone sphinxes um, guarding what seems to be a closed off entryway in a mountain. Um, and once you get um, past them, you will be in the city. Um, we don't know much about the city or what's in it. It's just that the person in there has information um, to find the artifacts that let you travel on the River Six um, down through the Hells, um, so that you don't have to plane shift through each circle. Um, so um, he's like, so when you guys are ready, um, we can send you off from here, and you see the teleportation circle in the middle um, there, um, and. Uh, he uh, goes to a table and grabs um, a couple stones and starts handing them out to you. And he goes, these stones are called gate stones. Um, they only match up between you, the person holding the stone, and he points back, and these six stones behind me in the teleportation room here. So if you guys get in trouble, or if you need to get out once you get the artifact, um, you can just... Use the stones, and you will all zap back here um, with them at that point. So um, no need for a teleportation spell or, um, or anything like that. You can even come one at a time if, if you feel necessary. Um, but, yeah, do not lose these stones. Um, they will, wh whoever is in possession of them um, can trans teleport right into the basement of the Cobalt Reserve. And we wouldn't want that to fall into nefarious hands. Um, so, and we keep our stuff a lot more secure than you probably saw from the council. Mark, real quick. Uh, yeah. Before, we're not going now, are we? Uh, do you want to shop first or something? Well, I wanted to, yeah. I did want to visit a... Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's do a little Wayne's World. And I think, uh, I think... Jonathan wanted to do some research as well. Okay, sorry. I didn't hear it, that, John. Right, John. I apologize. That's okay. Okay, so we'll do that, and then um, we'll come back. So, what do you want to uh, shop for? I just want to look for a badass weapon. Okay. Um, so, you walk into... Um, uh, I'm not going to be good at voices, so he's not going to be here, but you uh, walk into Gilmore's Glorious Goods. Very nice. Um, which is the uh, the flagship store of uh, Tal'Dorei and uh, Iman um, for weapons and armor and anything you need. Um, so you walk in there and um, uh, a young um, uh, half-elven woman is uh, sitting at the counter. And you walk in and uh, how can I help you? Greetings and salutations, young lady. Uh, I'm looking for a, a badass weapon. I'm going to hell tomorrow, and uh, I just you need something say that things you know, like that. We can all be, uh, we can all be redeemed. No, I'm actually going to like the location. Oh, yeah. It, it's okay. apparently like, the the, uh, the the people on the chairs and everything. The high the high council. They know. They'll tell you. They'll fool you. And oh, okay. And he goes, uh, so are you looking for a bludgeoning weapon, something to cut things up, or something to just pierce or stab? Like, what are you looking for? I've always been one for slashing 
I, got an, okay. I, I have these two hand axes, and I feel like I need a little bit more firepower. He's like, well, if you don't mind going to one, um, we could, we probably have a couple great axes. Okay, okay. In, in, in stock. Um, and then we uh, do have a long supply of uh, long swords. Or large supply, not long supply. I, I like, you know, I'm, I, I enjoy the axe. I have, I have a thing for axes. Can I get an axe? Yes. And she turns around and she uh, hands you um, uh, this uh, great axe that you see, um, like, glowing a little bit. Um, you can tell it is a magical um, great axe. Um, and it is, uh, for you, once you, I think you can look it up, um, I think it'd be like a great axe, um, a plus one, uh, great axe. So, um, just so that would be, um, I believe that would be, uh, it'll add one to your, to hit and one to your damage and it's one D 12. Um, it's, a two, it's a two-handed weapon. Okay. Uh, if this is what... If, is this your best one, would you say? In yeah. your expertise. Yes. This is the uh, best one we own. For that, um, it would be probably 50 gold pieces. Oh, that's it? For this lovely weapon? Oh, yeah. sold. Sold. Yeah. Give, give, give it to me, please. Okay. Yeah, so you hand in the uh, 50 gold pieces hand over the uh, axe to you so you now have a great axe plus one um, weapon to use um, I'm okay. sure you have high strength correct uh, it's plus five okay you got what's 20? 20 overall okay yeah. yeah just want to make sure um, because you need you need good strength to hold this weapon um, okay. especially two-handed it um, uh, so you now have this great axe plus one um, so add it to your inventory. Um, do you want to pick anything else up before we move on to Fred's research? Um, da, 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 da. It, do you have anything that can, I could like put over my shell or anything? Probably not. That's weird, right? That's weird. It's like, well, for like a silver piece, I can give you this cape here. That's that's very dashing, actually. Yeah. I'll do. Yeah, give me the cape. I want the cape. Uh, so, what color cool. would you want? Oh, red? Do you have a red cape? Yeah. Yeah, do you want cool. it all red or do you want it Yeah, give me the I'll be like a matador. Okay. Nice. So she grabs a red piece of material um off of it, fashions it into a nice cape um with a little trim on the side, um little little like faux fur trim um on the side there um and sort of hands it to you and it is large enough to uh, fit over your shell. Do, do I look good? I, I I want to impress my friends. Yeah, yeah, it looks good. Some would say cool. you look super. Ooh. Okay. Well, it, it, I'm trusting you on this. So. Yeah, you can trust thank me. You. I I am a female half half elf. All right. Well, thank you so much. I, and I give her another fifty gold pieces because I've never had this much money in my life. I don't know what to do with it. So, uh, yeah. And then I, I sashay away. Yeah, you, you, uh, you head on off, uh, head on out with everything. Um, and then we meet Fred. Um, when you guys get to the reserve, uh, before meeting with Ray while, uh, 
Tiresias is getting his uh, sword. Uh, what did you want to look up, Fred? Or... Um, I think actually I just want to shop for new armor. Okay. Specifically, yeah. I'm looking for studded leather armor of poison resistance because uh, I saw what happened to Bort. Okay, so uh, you head into Gilmore's as Bort's walking out with his cape on. You... How how do I look? I give like a little, Wait. you know, like a, like I'm Dracula. <laughs> you look very dashing. Oh, um, thank you. Actually, I think I just want to do armor with a plus something, whatever it is that we can get with the. Um, Money that pizza tacos will lend me from our advance. <laughs> yeah, so let me. So you want studded leather, right? Yeah. Okay, so I just want to. Alright, so. Um... Crap. I will look this. I will purchase this later, but, um. You have two choices. You can get the regular plus one, um, you know, studded leather, um, which would be a 13 plus your dex modifier, I believe, is how the pluses mm-hmm. work, because it's 12 plus for regular, and I'm thinking plus one. Um, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you can do that, or um, as you walk in, she goes, um, I have this uh, special piece that came in um, for about a... 250 gold pieces. It's called a uh, Last Stand uh, armor. Um, yeah, you get uh, uh, it just in game things. Um, you get uh, plus one to your AC, um, and if you die wearing the armor, um, it's destroyed, um, but you don't die. Um, you stay at one hit point. Um, but if you are killed by a Celestial Fae or Fiend um, within 30 feet of you, um, they must succeed on a saving throw or take damage. So, okay. Yeah, I guess I'll do that. Okay. Sure. Yep. So um, I will get it. You'll see it in the thing um, next time you sign into D&D Beyond. Just to let you know. Sounds um, good. Because, yeah, I read about this in the... I got the, the Wild Mount book. So I, I read about it in there. So, But just didn't have it on right. D&D Beyond. Um, and I was waiting for somebody to want studded leather armor <laughs> and offer it to the first person okay. that asked for it. So, um, yeah. So you'll see that um, uh, next time. So um, so now that everybody has what they need, is that it? We can fast forward back to um, the teleportation room? Yep. Good? Okay. Yep. Alright, so um, he gets done explaining to you the gate stones and you know the place where he's sending you points you to the, the circle. Um, makes the snide remark about devils taking over the council, um, and that would never happen here. Um, uh, and then the last thing he says before he's like, before we step into the circle, and he pulls out of a, a, a satchel that's on the left, um, he pulls out uh, what would be like winter-type clothes, like jackets for you guys, and he goes, you might want to put these on before you go into that circle. Um, and, uh, so you each get a piece of winter equipment that would fit your aesthetic. So however you want to, in your mind, um, think of that and then you can describe it, um, yeah, to me probably, uh, next episode at this point. Um, 
And so you guys go and you uh, step into the uh, teleportation circle and um, uh, you uh, see that familiar white light and flash and uh, you hear just before um, you flash away, um, Ray yells, uh, watch out for the Yetis. And then you uh, land, come to. Um, there's a whole bunch of wind and snow, and it is freezing here. You are absolutely glad you were given those jackets. Um, it's probably close to zero degrees or so um, where you are. Um, it is a frozen tundra that you are standing on. And when you guys plop down and come to and the lights, um, you find yourself here in this and you see roll perception checks for me even though you guys probably see the map on roll 20 you still have it open natural 20 Ooh. i have a dirty 20 <laughs> so as soon as you guys land um everybody 15 or higher um notices that uh within uh 20 feet of you uh 30 to feet to some um you see uh just two yetis pop their heads up and look at you. And uh, oh, that is where we'll end this episode. <laughs> Great. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.